Grab your bowls and hop on the gravy train, folks. We're heading to Salisbury, Maryland for some WCW Monday Nitro. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Attitude Era Wrestling Review. I am Arnold, and with me as always is my tag team partner, the 2021 finalist for Armchair Booker of the Year, my man, the big Drewski. Hey, Drew, how you feel about Salisbury Steak, my man? Um, Homemade, love it. That frozen banquet stuff, not so much. I like that. I like that. That's fair. I don't think I've ever had homemade Salisbury steak, though. Usually it's like, yeah, banquet or gorgeous or something. I've had a, I can eat that. Don't worry. I've had it like once homemade and it's good. Oh, yeah. That sounds like it'd be amazing homemade. Yeah. I would love that. But other than that, I'm doing good. Doing pretty good. You're Glad to hear it. Yep, 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 yep. Ah, are you ready for a tournament? Do I have to be? Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not feeling this U.S. title tournament, but it's got to be better than that ladies' title tournament. That what happened to that? Where'd that go? Was so the one that had three matches and just fizzled off of TV? Well, only two were on TV. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like yeah this isn't panning out we'll just uh fill it with a uh, hulk hogan posing dear god okay no i was making sure the show didn't end like that because i was gonna start screaming already <laughs> they've got that time machine and come and listen to us and stopped doing that apparently which is good <laughs> no kidding uh so Salisbury, Salisbury, Salisbury. Who cares? It's in the crap hole of the East Maryland. <sighs> so, November twenty fifth, nineteen ninety six, which I believe was the day. No, it was this was right after Thanksgiving, or was it right before? I have no idea. I don't either. It's twenty five years ago. <laughs> I don't know why I'm even thinking about that. Like, like that's important. It's important to somebody, maybe. Let's click I mean, on not me. Old, let's click on the old calendar on the computer here. This was before. Well, how the hell did you beat me that fast? I was already on it. ADHD brain, baby. Well, <laughs> now I feel stupid. And I just set my clock to be 1996. Well, GG. <laughs> Which is fitting because that's where we are. And we get hour one. We get Shivani and Zabisco. Shivani apparently is going to stick around this week. That's good. Uh, we open up with the Piper versus Hogan sign contract signing recap. We've been over that twice. We'll we'll move on. We get told as we talked about at the top of the show a U.S. title tournament because the executive committee. I would love to see an executive committee battle royal match. That would be awesome. That'd be fun. Since we never see them on camera or anything, we just always hear about them. <laughs> but um, 
we get the U.S. title tournament Ooh, because the Giant has a belt, but he's not really the holder of the belt. Shivani says, we'll just have a new one made. And I'm thinking, okay, great, whatever. Because that's what we need. Yeah, well, not really. Um, if you're going to have a tournament in a wrestling show, show me an on-screen bracket. Because this whole... There's a lot of matches in here that I don't know, were they part of the title tournament? Were they Were they not? This week and next, they'll like never say it or have a graphic at the beginning. And halfway Ooh. through, they'll be like, oh yeah, this is for the U.S. title. We forgot to mention. Well, that could have been something that could, could have been brought to my attention yesterday. No kidding. Yeah. But our first match, we're told, is for the title tournament or U.S. tournament. I don't know. I'm going to just call it the U.S.T. The U.S.T.T. Streamline this baby. U.S.T.T. And we get a rematch with Double A Arn Anderson versus everybody's favorite human growth hormone experiment, Lex Luger. All right. Arn is still taped up from Halloween Havoc. It's been over a month. Mm-hmm. No, almost exactly a month because it was right around Halloween. Yep. Okay, well, that must have been one crazy torture rack. So He had it on him for a while. Uh, first thing I wrote was Luger's forearms absolutely suck. <laughs> I, I can't stand That's one thing, and it's more of a epidemic in wrestling, modern wrestling, but I hate forearms. Punch somebody in the face. Learn how to work a punch or learn how to take a pretty weak punch but that just uh, uh, and they're not even hitting their face they'll hit like their shoulder and you can obviously tell it because if, i mean if you okay. hit somebody with a forearm hit them with it i mean it's true i don't know um luger spends most of the match working double a's left arm um luger was I don't think this was ever in doubt with Luger's push at this point. And I'm sad to say this is Arn Anderson being jobbed out on his way to retirement, which is, you know, what you do with an older person, but it's just sad because I, I love me some Arn Anderson. Um, Arn's not using his left arm for most of the match. Um, oh, did you see where Anderson did the catapult to Luger onto the bottom rope? And yeah. I don't know if Luger wasn't ready or he just would put in the wrong spot, but I am pretty sure he that was not a working catapult into the bottom rope. I'm pretty sure he just throwed it him right on the bottom rope because it looked. Uh, if he, that's what it looked like. If that was a if that was working, greatest work. Move I've ever seen, but it legitimately looked like Luger just took the brunt of that right on his throat because that that's what it looked like. Because I was like, Oh, I don't know if he was just out of place, or I was like, Wait, I'm not ready yet, too late. Yep, there I go. Because <laughs> <laughs> you always see it, they'll either you know hit the chest and make it and sell the neck, or they'll have, they'll put their arms up at the last second. Mm-hmm. Luger got neither. <laughs> 
He no, just got. He just kind of went for it. He just got the rope to the throat, and it was, and he was pretty good coughing spell there for a little bit. Oh, no doubt. Uh, Luger calls for the rack, and immediately, right as he calls for the torture rack, who's that over the PA? That's right, it's the giant. <laughs> who's giving these guys microphones? Man, now we know it's Eric Bischoff, but. Somebody want to put those under lock and key? No maybe, kidding. Maybe have one for the ring announcer and maybe another one for whoever wants to cut a promo. Maybe maybe give Mean Gene one, and that's it. He probably brings this from home. Yeah, he sleeps with it. <laughs> out on his boat. Um, but Giant comes over saying the belt is his, blah, blah, blah. Luger gets the torture rack on the outside. The ref's like, get in the ring. You got to get in the ring. And Luger's like, nope, got it here. Screw it. Double count out. They're both eliminated from the tournament. Last thing I wrote, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. What finish was that? That's what I don't get. Like, I get I get it in a match like this. You want to put Luger over Anderson because, you know, double A's on his way out. So it's like, all right, you know, I'll do what I got to do. Um. The fact that we count them both out. Now, again, regardless, it does nothing for Aaron Anderson as an in-ring competitor. For Luger, though, it makes you wonder, like, okay, so they're not going to push him for a U.S. title. So it's like, are they going to do something with him later on with the big belt? That's like, that's my thought. My thought is they don't want Luger to lose because they're pushing him you know, to bigger and better things. Then don't put him in the tournament. Exactly. Put Arn Anderson versus Buckhouse Bunk or Bunkhouse Buck in the tournament. Anybody. Arn Anderson versus you, Morris. You want that double count out there? Bam. They're both eliminated. Nobody cares. It's just there. Right. But doing this to Luger, that just made Luger look so stupid. Mm-hmm. It didn't make him look strong. It didn't make him look angry. It made him look stupid put him in the torture rack when the ref says get back in the ring dump arn anderson on like a sack of potatoes get in the ring and let him get counted out if he gets back in put him back in the rack and win the thing but this double count out ruined a pretty decent match i agree this match would have probably been a much higher well not a much this was i mean this was a really good match between two people that aren't too terrible Luger's not my favorite, but that's mainly just because he always looks like he's thinking about something. And that's because Luger is always thinking about something. Not his problem, not his fault. He's a genius. But this, this was a good match brought down by bad booking. I can agree with that. Yeah. I, um, that. I get I I gave this a B minus. Without that finish, this probably gets an A minus. This was a really good, entertaining match up until that. And it just come out of nowhere. They tumble to the outside, and all of a sudden, it's like, get in the ring. Nope. Ding, ding, ding. What? Mm. And I just, I mean, (laughs) seriously going, what? That's the opening the show? Nah. Nah. Doesn't doesn't sit right with me, dog. Yeah. I mean, that was the show opener. And I'll be honest with you. I looked at this from a perspective. All right. So, you know, we reviewed Raw. You listen to that, folks. And 
Granted, these shows start at the same time now, 8 o'clock Eastern. On Raw, we have Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. And that opens Raw. On Nitro, we get Luger and Double A to open the show. This match, for what it was, was fairly decent until the Giants showed up. And all of a sudden, things just kind of went haywire, it seemed like. And we got our finish. I think it was dumb. And quite frankly, especially if I didn't watch the match on Raw between the Hart brothers, I honestly would have been a little upset. Like knowing that, oh, you missed a good match between Brett and Owen on Raw last night. What were you doing? Oh, I was watching Nitro. Ooh, buddy. I'm sorry. And... Yeah, so I mean, I'll be honest with you. I looked at it from that perspective, so I kind of graded it on that perspective. Oh, I understand. I understand. I mean, while there are several different ways you could have booked this finish, regardless of how you looked at it, I had to give this one a C. Like, I feel bad because, like you, I am a big fan of Arn Anderson. But at the same time, it's like you put hit the nail on the head. This did nothing for nobody. Like, you make Luger look like this just jacked up goon at this point. And I don't feel like that's personally the proper way. I, I, I don't know. It's just a, I don't know. There's several different ways I would have booked this whole thing. Luger. Like, oh, yeah. sorry. Go, go ahead. No, you're like not putting this in the title or the tournament at all. Like yeah. just be like, you know, Arn's still pissed off. He wants his he wants another shot at Luger. I'd have like, okay, and it's a double count out. That way it's like at that point, nobody gets hurt. No, oh, not literally. Yeah. If this <laughs> if this wasn't in the title tournament, I have no problem with this finish. None. None. But because at in- that point, yeah, Luger still looks like Luger. Double A didn't like lose. So it's like, all right, cool. They're both really strong men. But you look at it this way, it's like. What was the point of putting them in the tournament if they're going to count be counted out? Yeah, and, and somebody will make the case. Well, Luger's just angry. He's not really care. He doesn't care about the like the gold and the straps. He's just angry at who that he's taking it out. I mean, Arn Anderson humiliating, beating for the beating in the tournament. Right mm-hmm. now, he right now he he got just as equal of you as you got of him. Yeah, you had him in the rack, but you didn't win. Neither did he, but neither did you. Nope. If this wasn't in the title tournament, I have no problem with Luger getting pissed and not wanting to get in the ring and just racking him and keeping him there. Fine. That would have been a, probably a solid booking finish. I don't mind mm-hmm. that at all. This is in the tournament. It's dumb. And, yeah, like you said, if you would have been angry if you would have watched this and found out it was Brett versus Owen. Yep. Um, I would have said, hey, do you want to come over and watch it on my non-existent TiVo that doesn't exist for another 10 years? <laughs> You've got to see this, man. It's much better. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I taped it. Maybe I'm a tape. Maybe I'm a, I didn't really tape things back then. No, I was like, I had a cousin to tape pay-per-views. That was about it. Yeah. Well, oh, we did, we did pay-per-views. Yeah, but not, not this. I was like, no, I'm not taping a free show. Watch it. <laughs> Talk about it at school. It's memorable to pop back up. Yep. 
That's the way I look at it. All right. So next we get some more stills from World War III the night before. I don't really think I need to say much about that. Listen to our review, folks. Yep. It'll be out as soon as I stop having internet issues. Yeah, man, the Dollar General. There you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. And then I hear NWO music. Here comes the NWO without Hogan taking their sweet time getting to the ring. Like, I almost fell asleep. <laughs> it took them so long to get to the ring. Uh, then again, I'm sure everyone up and down the aisle was cussing Bischoff. That's probably what took so long. Yeah. Yeah. So we get this whole diatribe about why Bischoff thought it was a great idea to join the company or join the group that's trying to destroy his company from the inside. His ego. Definitely his ego. And I like it. He's just like, you know, after taking that power bomb off the stage and through a table, I had a revelation. These guys are over, so I want to be too. Exactly. He's like, well, these guys are the money makers, and I want money. I like money. Hold on, let me look in the dictionary here. Um, right, riding someone else's coattails. See Eric Bischoff. Oh, okay. Hold on. Sorry. Just looking up definitions here. Ah, I have that same dictionary. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like you think about this, it's basically it's like, well, I'm the head honcho around WCW. So, yeah, I might as well join the NWO. Like, what? <laughs> Did you, I, mean, and, I don't get it. And I noticed the giant with that U.S. title belt, that looks exactly like me, hold a normal human being, holding one of those little toy, toy ones like they sell at Walmart, not the replicas. Mm-hmm. I'm talking the ones for children, the little you know, $10 ones at Walmart. That looks like me holding one of those. Mm-hmm. It looks like a, he's got a toy strapped across his shoulder. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I love the fact that this whole started off just serendipitously with Bischoff having a mic issue and we missed like his first two sentences. Darn. Yeah, it was going over in the PA, but it wasn't coming through in the broadcast <laughs> audio. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. I like that you... It's funny you brought up that U.S. title, though, because it's like, well, I mean, the Giants got it. I mean, who's going to take it from him? He's got a point there. I mean, I'm not. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but nope. wait a minute. Who makes their way to the ring? American males. American. Oh, my God. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Well, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you hate it because we ain't going to be listening to it no more. Thank God. I'm okay with that. Did you watch the video I sent you the other day I was telling you about? That cringy. Oh, I got the link. I didn't watch it yet. Oh, God, go back and watch that. I'll, you know, while we're sitting here, I'm going to post that to Twitter. (laughs) People will be like, what's this? Yeah, it is. I think the words cringy aren't hard enough, but we talked about that the other day. So you go ahead and I'll, I'll be doing this. (laughs) all right so yeah we're talking about the american males and yeah they're not coming down to be like oh we're going to stop the nwo because that went into the massacre no we have marcus bagwell coming down to the ring with scotty riggs who's begging (coughs) and pleading him not to sign the contract which of course buff is like yeah i'm signing this contract 
But hey, it's just business. Boom! Reverse neckbreaker on Scotty Riggs. And that is officially, folks, the end of American Males. Yay! <laughs> and Marcus Bagwell is now a member of the NWO. Oh, boy. And, uh, okay, and let's be real here. This is the beginning of the end of this being anything worth anything. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, um, this, yeah, Bischoff is, oh, you've got 30 days to convert your WCW contract to an NWO contract. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Nope. I mean. Nope. Yeah. No. And so, on top of that, yeah. Like, we're starting to see a bunch of nobody show up in the NWO now. <laughs> I, mean, well, the- I mean, at least they took, of the two, they took, the NWO took the one that's a little more over-ish, has a little more potential. Nothing against Scotty Riggs, but. Because that's faint praise when you're talking about Buff Bagwell. He had a ceiling. Yep. Um, yep. And I don't know if we talked about it about a month ago. Um, you notice we've stopped the Judy Bagwell on a pole jokes because mm-hmm. uh, she passed away about a month ago. Mm. I hate, hate to hear that because she was a wrestling legend. Okay, that's my last Judy Bagwell joke, I promise. Anywho... <laughs> Uh, when it comes to this, what, wh- why we have been for the last three weeks been teasing the breakup of American males? This is how we get it. I the mean, dumbest way possible. Yeah, I- I'm trying to think of a worse way. Texting wasn't a thing yet, or I was going to say just where they showed a phone texting. We're done. <laughs> this is. Okay, there is a worse way. Fire and ice when they broke up. True. I push you down. We're done. <laughs> what happened to the, the great tag team breakups that you people just, I don't know. I guess you got to be over for a breakup to mean something. I guess. Ole Anderson and Dusty Rhodes in the cage. When Ole turned on Dusty. It was in a cage match, and I believe it was the Omni Atlanta, and people were climbing the cage trying to get in to kill him. Mm. Cops could not pull them down off the cage fast enough. <laughs> but I guess just I guess you just got to be over, and this was about as good as they're going to get. Oh yeah. But why not put them in a match and have them put them in a match versus who we got in the NWO? Put him against six and Virgil. Then have Buff Bagwell turn. That would made more sense. You know, have Buff, you know, act like, you know, have him screw up early in the match and Riggs takes all the heat. And then when it comes time for the big baby face comeback, he tags both, but he tags Bagwell. Bagwell jumps in. Runs to go to the clothesline six. Let's say six. Stops just short. Does the too sweet to him. 
turns around and they all three utterly kick the ever loving crap out of Scotty Riggs. Yeah. There. I just booked a better turn for Buff Bagwell than walk into the ring go, okay, I'm gonna turn I'm gonna convert my contract. <laughs> Bam, neck breaker. Oh. How exciting. Right. I feel that was about a I was sitting there watching that and I all I could feel like was that um the recept not receptionist, but the filing lady from Monsters Inc. <laughs> I'm gonna convert my contract. Have you filed your paperwork? <laughs> yeah, this was the wasn't a bad overall segment, you know. Overall, I'm poo-pooing it a lot. Now that I look at it and I hate it, apparently I was in a really good mood because I, I did grade this for some reason. Yeah. Um, Bischoff was okay on the mic, and his and his thing made no sense, but it pushes mm-hmm. the story along, I guess, a little bit. I don't know. I'm. I guess I was just really happy that American males are no more. I can agree with that. I'm just waiting on Buff to get his hat or Bagwell to get his hat now. <laughs> um, but I grade is I give it a B minus. Another one. <laughs> so, so another lackluster start to this show. Of course, this, of course, this was also up against the Executioner and Freddie Joe Floyd. So. That's true. <laughs> I'm assuming you didn't grade this, though. I did not. All right. We'll move on to my favorite part of the night. And you won't understand until I tell you what happened. Because this is, it's me, it's me, it's DDP versus everybody's internet troll, Disco Inferno. First thing I wrote, I'll read my notes. I'll Before we even talk about it. I will read my notes verbatim. Can't wait to watch this schmuck get diamond cuttered. DDP jumps disco inferno, tilt the world diamond cutter. One, two, three DDP wins. This, <laughs> that was this, it. this was the definition of a squash. Oh yeah. Apparently they used that time machine to jump 25 years in the forward, realize that Inferno's an idiot and just like, all right, your enhancement talent, get out there. Take your beating because we heard that MJF promo and we're trying to have his mom and dad get together a couple of years sooner. Right. So we can get this guy. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, he's a schmuck. This was a quick squash, but I loved it because he's now trying to purposefully just find new ways to hit that diamond cutter. And this mm-hmm. one was beautiful. I mean, it's Tilt oh, the World Diamond Cutter. That's amazing. <laughs> Wait, was it Tilt the World or Around the World? It's like, no, it was Around the World. I wrote Tilt the World, but like, <laughs> you know, Rock does, The Rock always did that Around the World DDT, they called it, where you know, it comes over the shoulders. Well, this was a, like that, but instead of a DDT, immediate Diamond Cutter. <laughs> <laughs> Disco got no offense in this. No nope. whatsoever. This was pure squash. Pure enjoyment to watch me and for me watching, especially since we talked about him last week, getting the crap kicked out of him. Um, they're pushing DDP and big, time. I, big time, and I'm loving it. I'm loving mm-hmm. it. I, you know what? I kind of want to see hmm. 
I kind of want to see either kind of want to see him. Well, he's a heel. I kind of want to see a program between him and Luger right now. Ooh, that'd be interesting. I know we're pushing both of them. And one of them would have to lose, but I'd like to see that. Yeah, that would that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I obviously love this. This was good booking for once the, today. I mean, we're one for three on good booking for segments. Um, I, and personal, this is one of those where I graded it and I let my personal feelings influence my judging. <laughs> I know. And I'm going to admit it. So it's, you can't scream, oh my God, he's letting it. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, this is my personal feelings because I can't stand this going inferno because he's a moron. I gave this an A. Yeah, I could argue with that. I mean, <laughs> feelings, feelings of him aside, this probably gets a B, B plus because it was a good book, good booking, quick. DDP got over and he got a mic in his face mm-hmm. afterwards. Mean Gene was DDP, said, Are you afraid of? Aren't you friends with Holland Nash? Uh, Bish is your neighbor, and he still won't answer any of that. So we're still teasing DDP joining the NWO. It was like we talked about it World War III when it was WCW left and versus the NWO. DDP went after Eddie Guerrero, not the NWO. Mm-hmm. So they're planting seeds, and I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Uh, but, yeah, I gave this whole thing an A. Right on, right on. Um, yeah, this was a fun squash match to watch. Like, there's some where you get in there and it's just kind of like, eh, whatever. Nah, this one was good. And yeah, like you said, the DDP's finding new ways to hit that diamond cutter. That move is way over with the crowd. They love it. I love it. I'm sure, his opponents don't so much, but they'll get over it, especially this one. Yeah, I was like, overall, I gave this one a B. This is a very solid squash. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. We're right there. We're right there. All right, Rule Britannia. So exciting. What? Rule Britannia. Like Britain. The UK. The next match. Lord Regal. Oh. This is some dude. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I still, my brain did not understand the word you were saying. I guess because I was thinking American English. I still don't know exactly what you said because left half of my brain looked at the right half of my brain goes, it's dark in here. We may die. Hold on. Let's try. You want to try that again? So I'll catch you. We can try that again. <laughs> Because I was I was reading about the next match and I heard you say something. Was that words? He's talking to me, isn't he? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I said rule Britannia. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay, that, that now I, I got it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Lord yeah. Stephen Regal mm-hmm. is your world TV champion. Lord Stephen Regal versus Tony Pena, or is it Pena? I think it's said Pena. Um, I wrote TP as in toilet paper because he just got his butt wiped on this. Indeed, he did. Basically, here we are. uh, Did you notice on his trunks that has the number four on it? I did. Hmm. No idea why. Me neither. 
thought that was kind of weird because there's not a number four in his name. I mean, both his first and last name have four letters. Uh, Wouldn't it be like eight? You you talk. I'm going to wiki this guy. All right. Maybe he's he's Tony Pena the fourth. Or would that, wait, Tony Pena Quattro? Yeah, like, so uh, we get in a ring with these guys. Tony Pena tries to, uh, I guess, beat up Regal, which all it does is make him mad. So Regal then beats him into a corner. Pena gets a DDT for two. Regal gets a butterfly suplex for two. But the old, the jolly old Regal stretch is your finish. And that gets the win by submission. That is literally the whole match. So we got two squashes in a row. So that was pretty fun. Only difference is Pena actually got some offense in. Okay. He's actually fairly competitive. I can explain the four. Oh. Was it, the, was it like a Arabic four or was it Roman numeral? I don't, I don't remember. Roman numeral. Okay. This makes much more sense. Okay. But he was billed as Tony Pena, right? Yes. Okay. Even under his wiki page, it, that name is nowhere to be found. Huh. He is a... Huh. And he didn't have a mask on, did he? No. No. Okay. What in the world were they doing? Yeah, I can't find that. Um. Yeah, he's a Mexican luchador named either Villano. I'm guessing that means villain. Four. Hmm. Or Villano Cuatro. Or Villano Five. The V. Huh. Interesting. Um, trained by Villano Three. Villano. I'm, I'm not good at Me- I'm not good at Spanish. I almost said Mexican. That would have been offensive. Um, his name is Tomas Mendoza. Not huh. even Tony or Pena. You know, wrestling. <laughs> um, yeah. So apparently he's going to be around for about four years. Don't remember this guy at all. They use him basically as a jobber. Huh. Uh, this says he also wrestled under unmasked under the name Ray Mendoza Jr. Huh. Apparently I need to go and edit this that he also wrestled as Tony Pena. <laughs> right. Uh, he made his debut at World War Three in 96. We would have loved to have seen it, but we didn't get to still mad at that. Right. Uh, he has a brother um, that work, that's going to be here, too. I don't know what his name is. Doesn't say. Just says he has a brother. Apparently, it's up in some. I don't care. Anywho, yeah, we're, we're, talking, we're way too long in the end up of this job, dude. Right. But that would explain the four. Hmm. Somewhat. Actually, just kind of made it more confusing. That didn't explain anything at all. It didn't. <laughs> like a DDP interview. No information. Ah. So yeah. You know wrestling, though. <laughs> so that's, that's probably what that is. It's like, oh, we'll just name you somebody else. Look at Yeah. You are, <laughs> I don't know, Sprinkles McFart face today. That sounds like a Vinnie Mac name there. <laughs> yeah, I, I was looking. I was for some reason because I hate myself looking at the results from war games last night. NXT, quote unquote, war games, NXT war games. 
they have a guy named, and I've seen it before, and I have no idea what this dude looks like, but one reason NXT 2.0 sucks, they have a guy named Vaughn Wagner. Huh. V-O-N, and then Wagner. Huh. I mean, doesn't that just strike fear in your heart? Vaughn Wagner? That sounds like the guy that I go to Saks Fifth Avenue to to buy my expensive suits. Right. Uh, can I help you today, sir? Yes, I'd like to speak to uh, Mr. Vaughn Wagner. I have a. Does that sound like? Does that strike fear into your heart at all? Not really. And uh, WWE Heavyweight Champion Vaughn Wagner. No, not at all. Nah. No, but let's not go. But anyway, yeah. And apparently NXT is losing two of their big stars, as the rumors go. Bye-bye, Johnny Gargano. Bye-bye, Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, I think everybody knows where Riley's going. Oh, yeah. Don't blame him at all, either. Nope. (laughs) Of course, he'll probably go over there and be used like a joke, but... But maybe, just maybe he'll go there and we get to see Daniel or Brian Danielson versus Kyle O'Reilly. Or maybe they'll put them back together. I don't know. Hmm. I'd like to see, I would, I would rob my mother's purse for an AW pay per view. And this isn't hypothetical because I'd actually have to buy the day thing <laughs> to watch <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly versus Brian Danielson. That'd be an awesome match. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Anywho, modern day, Tony Pena and Lord Steven Regal. Um, I was Goog- I was Googling. Did you get through the math? Oh, yeah, I already got through it. I just need to get my grade. Uh, so Regal stretch, quote unquote, STF. Yep. But That was your finish. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, Pena got some offense in. That kind of surprised me a little bit. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, it wasn't just straight squash. But, I mean, it was never in doubt, but he got a little in. Yeah, he got a little offense in. I'll give him that. So, I mean, I gave props to that. So, I mean, I get, this one got a B for me. Uh, they'll make two of us. That also got a B for me. Good good little TV title match. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Regal be in a, some kind of feud for this match instead of just random people every week. Right. Like, let me see. Mm, see if I can think of somebody who – could use the TV title right now. Have to be somebody lower tiered. Be a face, a lower tiered face. How about the Jim Powers guy? I, I put the bad. TV title on him. Have yeah, Teddy Long start cutting some promos on Regal. Give him a little bit of a push. I don't know. I'm just throwing out throwing out a name here. I mean, we could be the booking committee which booking committees never work, but you need one person. So, yeah, I will say, you know, we're we're, we're going to test it. We'll, we'll put him in a match with Regal and see what Regal will do with him. Regal, right. I wrote this down. Regal is a great technician. Oh, yeah. Ask Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to back up just for a minute because we need to start paying attention to Scott Hall because I just realized that this is the time period where Scott Hall got one of his teeth knocked out by the na- one of the nasty boys. I can't remember which one it was. I think Ooh. it was at a house show. 
because it was after it was real soon after their match at World War Three. They're having a mm-hmm. house show match. And one of the nasty boys gets hit in the back with a chair, which he thought was a little stiff. Mm. Did he wait till they got backstage to discuss it? No, he turned around, saw Scott Hall and proceeded to absolutely bludgeon the living crap out of him. Shooting wise (laughs) to the point where he knocked one of his teeth out. Oh, to the point where he also got sued. They sued each other. (laughs) Only to be shown a home video that it was Kevin Nash that hit him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so if we see Scott Hall show up and he's missing a chiclet, we'll know what happened. Or if we don't see Scott Hall for a couple of weeks, we'll know what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I thought that was great. Turns around because it was um, the, it was a shoot angle. But it was the exact same thing they worked in WWF just a couple weeks couple weeks ago with um, Sid. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, who was it? Um, somebody hitting Owen hitting with the chair and he turns around and Michaels is standing there. So he thinks it's Michaels. Art imitating life <laughs> or life <laughs> imitating art, I guess it would be because the art happened first. <laughs> turns, I think it was Knobs got hit with a chair. And turns around. Well, there's Scott Hall. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> butt whooping ensued. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah. I just wanted to bring that. I forgot about that earlier until just now. We'll have to remember to see that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So then we get Mean Gene with <laughs> Rick Steiner. What in the world just popped up on my screen? Anyway, um, Rick was in Japan. No, the Steiners basically were in Japan. Uh, they're 110% WCW. I wrote in all caps. I love Rick Steiner. His interviews are hilarious. Um, this was this was short. It was quick. I love it. Is no, never mind. That was hold on. I'm look. I'm getting. Weeks confused. I can't remember. This is next week when he does. Uh, or was it last week when he said he can't trust Sting and Sting came out and. Mm. No, no, that's next week. I'm mm. jumping ahead. That's next week. Never mind. Sorry. Oh, we'll get there. He's 110% WCW. Forget what I just said. Then we get this is a paid announcement by the New World Order. Outsider shirts. Ooh, new outsider shirts, and I love this. I don't know why I actually paid attention to this. Scott Hall, <laughs> get your outsider shirt. Twenty dollars each, or two for forty. <laughs> Buy a million of them; it's only twenty million dollars. In other words, you ain't getting no discount. <laughs> I don't know why. Just that popped me for some reason. Two for twenty. Twenty dollars each, or two for forty. <laughs> all right then we get another ustt match conan versus eddie guerrero whoa when did that match happen what was that was that in the first hour uh, i think get <laughs> I 
And now that we've just blown your eardrums to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Hour two, folks. And we get the stop the presses. Everybody calm down. Calm down because I'm going to excite you again. We get told the greatest thing I've ever heard. No more Eric Bischoff on commentary. Woo! pull up my goofy scream there yeah so it's shivani tanae and brain so shivani is doing the whole show now i don't know why god i don't know why when i say his name i put so much emphasis on the shivani every time i say it's not it's not just tony shivani it's tony shivani but anyway all right so um yeah eric bischoff thanks for coming Mm -hmm. now as soon as we get rid of vince and i'll try to forget that mark madden ever existed that fat moron anywho um we start this match conan's in control early this is a this is a lucha match so lots of moves conan hits a big power bomb um i think it was which one of them hit that fisherman fisherman's brain buster Oh, that was Conan. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why is that not someone's finisher? Seriously. That, that was awesome. I, that surprised me. I did not. I was like, oh, he's going to Mr. Perfect Suplex. Oh, no. Because <laughs> he grabs him. He grabs him in the like the front face lock, grabs the, the behind the knee, pulls him up for a suplex, and just drops him right down in a brain buster. That was beautiful. Yes, it was. Somebody, somebody, somewhere, use that as a finisher, please. That's uh, he had a gut wrench power bomb. Uh, Eddie starts to come back, but Conan stops it real quick. Um, Conan hit the uh, superplex. They both sold it for a while. I like that because normally mm-hmm. you see somebody because that hurts both of you. Sorry, oh, it does. Yeah. But usually nowadays you'll see like somebody hit it and they'll immediately get up and start kicking them. I'm like, no, that's the desperation move and it hurts you just as much as it does them. Uh, let's see. Conan goes to pinning. Pulls him up and goes, nope, not going to pinning. Uh, he goes for a power bomb. Eddie reverses it into a pin. Eddie Guerrero wins. Weird. Weird final ending, like that. That pin thing was. I'm not saying he just rolled him up. He went to power bombing, but kind of dropped him, and Eddie kind of fell on him. It was weird. Did you catch that? I did notice that. I don't know what it was supposed to be. He was supposed to reverse it, I'm sure, but he picks him up for the power bomb, and Eddie kind of comes out of it. Conan just kind of falls down, and Eddie lands on his leg. And then Eddie pins him. I wonder if he was going for like a head scissors or something. That's what I'm wondering. No, I mean, I wouldn't know because you wouldn't have to come out of the power bomb. You could just do it because it just looks like he just fell. I don't know what it was, but they covered the ending. It was, it was okay. It made sense. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, that <laughs> it's not like something happened and you just completely, you know, blew it and, um, 
I remember Cornette was telling a story when he was in Ring of Honor. You know, Low Key. Mm-hmm. Low Key was supposed to have a match with a job guy where he was going over not very long. But, you know, modern wrestlers, they plan the match out. Yep. First move of the match, Loki comes or comes out, hits a spin kick that was just supposed to, you know, be the opening match of the move. The guy didn't take it right, took it right on the chin, knocked him, knocked him out cold. <laughs> so what would you do if you did that? And you're going over the match. <laughs> pin the dude, wouldn't you? Said, yeah, pin him. I'd put my foot on his chest and say, count. One, two, three. Loki picks up the guy unconscious and tries to keep having the match. Oh no. You just got yourself over better than anything you could have done. I mean, ding, ding, ding out. One, two, three done. Raise your hand, spit on the guy. If you have to, if you're a heel and walk off, (laughs) nope. Picks up an unconscious body and tries to do moves to it. This was not that, thank God. This was a good cover. But it, but then in the end, it did kind of take me out of the match a little bit. It, this wasn't long. I liked, I liked Eddie going over. I wish Eddie would have gone over a little more convincingly. Right. Um, and Conan's the Mexican champion. Was we going to just make him the new WCW Intercontinental champion? Or the North American champion, at least? I mean, heck, giving the Canadian – was there ever a Canadian heavyweight title? Um, I don't know. There needs to be a Canadian heavyweight title. So I'm not too familiar with things north of the border. I'm kind of wondering if Stampede ever had a Canadian heavyweight championship or do they just have, like, the Stampede belt. I will look hmm. that up later. I've already yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I want to find out if there, who was the first ever Canadian heavyweight champion. There's got to be one. But anyway – I like Eddie winning. Wish it would have been a little more convincing. I didn't like, you know, he got the crap kicked out of the whole match and suddenly won. Right. I would have preferred a little more back and forth if you're going to put him over and try to, you know, at least push him through the tournament a little bit. Um, but this gets a B minus for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm fair. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I do appreciate that grade for this one because I went with it as well. Okay. I think these um, two could have had a better match. That's why yeah. that's one reason for this. I was a little I'm not saying you got to go down and tear the house down and pay for you match, but I think it could have been a little better. Sorry. Right. And I mean, and that's the thing. Cause I mean, you can tell that Conan and Eddie have pretty good in-ring chemistry. Oh yeah. You know? So, and a lot of it, I mean, you think about it, this match is maybe five minutes long. Um, something like that. It is like, so for that, I'll look at it as maybe there's some sort of time crunch, which will become more apparent soon. But um, <laughs> you think about what, like, the matches we've seen, like, DDP Disco, obviously I'm not giving Disco offense. Who's Disco Inferno? Um, no offense to, you know, whatever. Uh, Regal and Pena, there's another, like, two, three-minute match. And then you get Conan and Eddie's roughly about five. So, like, it makes me wonder, it's like, is there some sort of weird time crunch going on here? Or is it just, look, this is what we got, and this is what it's going to be. So that kind of makes us wonder about that. But, yeah, I would have liked to have seen a longer match from these guys as well. So that's – Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much all I got for that one there. Zave, I don't know if you have anything else to add. Nope. I'm good. All right. You guys like PowerPoints? Yeah, me neither. Anyway, we get more stills from World War Three. 
that's pretty much that. So if you haven't watched that, just just go watch it on Peacock. It's 25 years later, guys. Screw well, and after you do that, you can listen to our review. Yeah, or listen to it while you're watching. Yep. See if you form a similar opinion. But anyway, next we have the dog face gremlin. Mr. Rick Steiner himself taking on Big Bubba. And here we are back at these matches that are done in a blink of an eye. So we get to watch Rick Steiner toss Big Bubba around for a while until Sting shows up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sting, I feel like, shows up at the most random times. It's like, here's a match between two random dudes. Oh, it's Sting. So we get another reverse DDT from Sting. And that helps give Bubba the win there. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's like, and the funny thing is, I feel like all Rick Steiner said was like, I get back from Japan and Sting's like jumping people from behind. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Sting's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, now it's your turn. I don't know. Maybe he thought it was Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what he was thinking. No doubt. It was like, just don't mention Sting's name when you're talking to Mean Gene or else you're going to get DDT'd. <laughs> At least he's not cracking people with bats yet. Okay, so this, yeah, this is this is what I was thinking about earlier. I thought it was next week, but it was this week. Okay. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen a little longer match here between these mm-hmm. two, but I'm assuming we're cutting some time. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I figured, yeah, something like they're just... Either that or maybe they're giving more time to Lee Marshall or something. Who knows? Because <laughs> I totally want to see what's going on in these Monday night parties you're going to. But, uh, yeah, overall, I mean, yeah, I mean, this match was – I would like to see a longer program between these two, um, or a longer match, rather. Um, we get some wacky sting antics again. This time it wasn't Double J. So, I mean, that's Variety. I guess it's whoever whoever says the word sting. Bam, mm-hmm. Scorpion Death Drop. He's right there. And it's like, look, I'm gonna roll up on you, and you're gonna lose this match one way or the other. <laughs> I guess speaking of sting, I watched a um match from AW he had, I believe, on Dynamite last week. Mm-hmm. Him and Darby Allen versus Billy Gunn and one of Billy Gunn's kids. Huh. So, and I got the thing, and I was doing some math, and I'm like, Where's my trusty calculator? Let's pull it up here. Let's add, let's add Billy Guns and Sting's ages. What is 62 plus 51? 113. The combined age of these two in the ring. Jeez Louise. And it was a really good match. <laughs> Darby Allen's going to kill himself. He lawn darted himself on a dive. He's the only one that I. He's going to kill himself. But my, have you ever seen him do a dive to the outside? No, I have not. Just YouTube Darby Allen dive. He's the only one I've ever seen that can actually do a dive. That it's it's shoot. He just literally runs as fast as he can, and he doesn't dive to you. He dives as hard as he can. I'm not kidding, like out of a rocket. Um, I believe it was Taz on commentary. Or was it Taz or somebody said it looks like it was shot out of a cannon. It does. Like the the camera has a hard time following him. 
Because, you know, most people, you'll see them, they'll run to the rope, kind of slow down when they get there and dive through the rope. No, there's no stopping. It is one fluid sprint and dive. Well, all right, then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Looked it up when we're done. If you haven't seen it out there in, in the world, folks, look it up. Darby, he's going to kill himself because he hit Billy Gunn. And, of course, that's like hitting a brick wall when you weigh 135 pounds. Mm-hmm. And Billy right. Gunn's chest weighs. 80 or 90 because you know steroids but don't kill me mr gun or mr sop sorry the fact that the man's name is montgomery sop makes me giggle i'd go by billy gun too I, hell i go by mr ass i mean he did for a while <laughs> sop yeah sorry if you've got any of our listeners who are sops but anywho it sounds like some kind of anyway we're not going there but yeah, good match. Um, real good match. Um, Sting's, you know, old and can't go like Sting, but he he can do a Stinger splash. He can do the Scorpion Death Drop. He's not taking. I mean, about a year ago, he took a power bomb, and I about mm-hmm. it was shouldn't be doing that with you know surgically reconstructed neck on a sixty year old man. <laughs> right. Hey, but anywho. So don't, oh crap, I just mentioned Sting's name. What is that? Oh. Well, time to go for the pin. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it's just me, folks. I don't know where he's going to strike next, but I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> what happened? Where, what happened? What I miss? Uh, some dude rolled in, hit you with a DDT, and you were out for a little bit, bud. Who? who wh- did Sting do it? Maybe. <laughs> He's got to learn, man. He's just got to learn. I'm not saying his name anymore. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Um, what'd you give this? What'd you give this one? I gave this one a B minus. Like I get it, but at the same time, like as far as the whole thing with the interference and stuff, I might have waited a week. Maybe ask Rick Steiner his thoughts again, and then be like, "Yeah," and then just put him in a match with, I don't know, Jim Powers or something, and then do the same thing, but just wait a week instead of having it happen the same night. I get that. I gave it a B plus. I liked it. I love the spot at the beginning where um, Steiner reaches down and clocks Bubba and Jimmy Hart's head together <laughs> outside the funny. ring. That was pure gold. Scott always gets the praise because he was the bigger one, you know, lasted longer and singles push, but Rick Steiner was so underrated. Oh, yeah, I agree. Hands down. All right. Our next match is everybody's favorite horny luchador versus everybody's favorite high flyer. That's right. We got psychosis. Versus Ray Mysterio Jr. All right. With Ultimo Dragon watching from the ramp with his, what are we up to, 27 now? Wait a minute. 28 now. Oh, he just won another one. 28 belts? I mean, it's just eight, but we're making jokes. All right. All right. Psychosis through right at the beginning. Psychosis tossed Ray over the top rope. That's a DQ. No, no, it wasn't. 
because reasons wrestling logic starting to pour the rain here didn't know it was supposed to rain today anywho um top rope leg drop for a two count hogan's probably going dude stop doing that makes mine look (laughs) like garbage well i mean and when i mean top rope i mean jump from the top turnbuckle all the way to the middle of the ring and drop a leg and two count because <laughs> I wrote top rope leg drop two count suck on that Hogan <laughs> <laughs> uh, psychosis goes to the top rope razor's edge Ray counters into a hurricane Rana one two three this was a this was another quick match mm-hmm. this is extremely quick I I a little quicker than what I thought it should have been but I I don't know I I don't know was a good match though. It was. I like. I'm liking psychosis. The horns I can deal with. I guess I don't like them. It's weird. Lucha, lucha, cc. Lucha, c, <laughs> lucha, c. Pull the Captain Albano. Lucha, lucha, cc. Lucha, lucha, c. Um, I like Ray going over here. Um, no problem with the finish. I'm kind of tired of every cruiserweight match ending with a hurricane run into a, some kind of a pin other than Dean Malenko who Dean Malenko who does that backstabber roll up thing. Mm-hmm. Which if you saw on Twitter the other day with guess it'd be the other day, not yesterday since I, I commented this since speaking of Dean Malenko, Dean Malenko, so underrated, probably one of the most underrated wrestlers of his generation. And I yes. will, I will die on that hill. Can't, I'm, ah, I was so good. So I agree with that a hundred percent. He had zero personality, but made it work. Mm-hmm. He was that was his gimmick. He was no nonsense. Bam, I'm here. You're going to hate me because I'm not big and flashy, but I'm not a heel. Nope. And it worked brilliantly. Loved it. Um, but this was not bad. It was short. It's quick. I'm just hoping. Somebody teaches a cruiser weight another finish because the hurricane run into a pin is getting a little stale at this point. But um, I like this. I gave it a B. That's a fair grade. That's a fair grade. And really, we're in agreement once again, sir. I was like, yeah, I also gave this one a B. Um, and my thing is, like, I mean, the only gripe i kind of have about it is yeah it would have been nicer for a little bit longer because i mean i feel like if you tell two cruiserweights hey you guys only have like two minutes it's kind of like all right we need to try to fit something in here and i guess you can call that that leg drop i guess is kind of the big spot there and of course the rana was kind of a bigger spot i guess but yeah i feel like you need a little more time with this especially if you're gonna have ultima dragon and sunny Ono like chilling out there because it's like, why are they just chilling? Are they just like scouting somebody? Because you've already wrestled Mysterio twice. So it's like, who? what are you doing? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's like, as far as that went, it was just a little too quick. But at the same time, the next segment will be the reason why I feel like all these matches are going back quick. But that's just me. So, yeah, it gave me, I gave it a B. Okay. Um, BB, I like it. Yep. 
And uh, for those of you who are interested in, in the reason why I said what I said, they oh, re-aired... I, I'm one of them because I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, where they re-aired the entire. Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I wrote. I didn't. I just wrote down they replayed a replay. Okay, got that's you. all I did was yeah. I did Piper Hogan replays all I wrote down because it's like I'm not going to sit here and talk about it. We've already talked about it. Yep. So it's like yeah, they replayed that entire thing, and that was probably a good 15 minutes long. And I'm sitting there. It'd be nice if Peacock had the little thumbnails at the bottom. Oh, please get the visual fast forward. Because, yeah, I'm sitting there trying to fast forward. And then I go like, ha- like I ended up like halfway through the next match. Actually, no, I ended up on the main event because of that. See, my Xbox has the visual fast forward. But my TV doesn't. So mm. I have to watch it with my Xbox. So, yeah, it doesn't come up on PS4 because that's how I use. That's where I use Peacock at. It doesn't come up on there, which is a massive pain in the rear. So did you rewind backwards from the main event? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I went back. I was like, because there's no way. I was like, there's no way. I did skip like a good 20 minutes. But um, yeah, so we go back and we get our next match after uh, the replay. We get Double J, Jeff Jarrett taking on Das Wunderkind, Alex Wright. Where's he been? Uh, Germany? Probably. I was like, he might have been in World War III. And the battle royale, maybe. Well, that'd be but, yeah. Irony. I was like, that'd be irony. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I realized that when I watched the match, I was like, I've seen Alex Wright in like forever. I was like, hey, welcome back, you and your crazy Euro trash music. No offense to our European listeners. <laughs> Just major offense to your music. Yeah. And I use the word music in air quotes because if you have, if it's nothing but a Mac, it's not music. <laughs> that's fair but yeah me uh you got a couple drop kicks in on the match you know, he, he actually got a bit of offense in that's the first thing i wrote alex wright has a great drop kick mm-hmm. yeah he does like, yeah he, he got some he got some offense in on jeff jarrett i'm glad it wasn't jeff jarrett coming there taking to the ground strut and then do jeff jarrett things I mean, we still got jeff jarrett things so don't get it twisted folks <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it wasn't this is one of those that was never in doubt but he got a little bit in he got a little bit in and so yeah like alex Wright, he takes down jeff jarrett and believe he goes for a knee in the yeah he goes for a knee in the corner jarrett misses it or misses jarrett smacks his knee hurts himself poor guy what did that leave you figure four leg lock there's your finish folks I wonder if Jeff Jarrett's going to start rubbing it in Flair's face that Jarrett ends his matches with the figure four. I don't think Ric Flair's ever finished a match with a figure four. I, said, I don't think I've ever seen anybody submit to the figure four from Flair. Nope. <laughs> and he's the one that's known for it, really. Mm-hmm. I was like, but, yeah, when you think figure four, you think Ric Flair. And what I said earlier, I'll go back. I want to see Alex Wright versus Steven Regal for the TV title. That would be funny. I'd like I'd to see watch that. German versus Brit. Fans are like, who do we cheer for? Tell um have right <laughs> have right tell Regal that he better turn all of his lights off or he'll drop the Centon bomb on him. <laughs> Bam, I just wrote your promo, Mr. Wright, 25 years later. Of course, that would you come over like a massive heel and immediately turn Regal face with that comment. But oh big time. <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, this is quick. 
Wright has great drop kicks. All I wrote was has a great drop kick, missed a kick, figure four, Jarrett wins. Um, good match. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I had no arguments with this match here. And my grade reflects that because I gave this one a B plus. And I think part of that is because, honestly, I missed Alex Wright. I didn't realize how much I missed him until he showed up on my television. How many in a row are we together now? One, two, three, like four or five right now. Because I gave this yeah. a B plus as well. There we wow, go. We're right yeah. there. And this this makes me think of something, something I saw on Twitter that I didn't comment on because I wasn't going to start a fight, especially with a promotion that I don't watch a lot. <laughs> um, somebody was commenting that I guess every Dynamite on Wednesday night has five matches, and one of them is usually a two, three-minute squash. And they're like, we don't need squashes. We need longer, better matches. Do people not know why squashes happen? I don't think so. This is the point. They don't want to watch wrestling. They want to watch gymnastics. They want to watch people do moves. <laughs> they don't want to watch and wonder why people won't get out, can't get over. Exactly. If exactly. And I know one of my gripes with CM Punk is that he's having 15, 10, 15 minute competitive matches with the likes of a guy named Lee Moriarty. Ever heard of him? Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> but you know what? Punk can do that because it's CM Punk. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that's going to not make him over. He could walk out in that ring, pick up a newborn puppy, slit its throat, and wear it as a hat, and the fans would be going, oh, my God, it's the greatest hat ever! Woo! Because it's CM Punk. If somebody somebody else has a 15-minute match with Lee Moriarty and it's com- horribly competitive, that does nothing for them. Nope. If they come out and beat the crap out of him in three minutes, finish, finish move, pin one, two, three, that helps get them over. That's why you have two minute squat, two, three minute squash matches. It's called booking. It's called getting someone over, not getting the moves over. Mm hmm. Remember a couple, oh, one, one more modern thing, then we'll move on to the main event. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about how SmackDown had just like no wrestling on a two-hour show? Yep. Last Friday, 11 minutes. Two-hour show, 11 minutes. Oh, my goodness. In a two-hour show. Wow. And to, to AEW's credit, their one-hour one hour Friday night show had 36. 36 <laughs> minutes in the ring of a 44-minute runtime. Yeah. That's insane. 11 minutes out of 88. Do the math. That's not a wrestling show. You're watching a scripted dramedy because it's so bad it's hilarious that has nothing to do with wrestling anymore. But anywho, we're not, we'll move on from that. This, this one had a in-ring main event. Oh, my. And I was like, this is going to be great. There's only like six minutes left, four or five minutes left. This is going to be. Then I, well, I, hold on, let me back up and say that right. I'm like, oh, cool. Faces of Fear versus Harlem Heat in the main event. And then I looked at the time and went four minutes. I'm like, good God, this is going to suck because it's not going to have a finish. 
unless they want to job one of them out in a squash. Mm-hmm. And like, then that's going to suck. Guess who showed up to end the show for absolutely no reason whatsoever? Was a glacier. I wish, and he could have froze everybody. That'd have been. Oh my! I might have turned it off. I'm going to be honest with you. It's I, like it's a glacier. Why is everybody standing up? You know what? I'm done. He just pulls out the Hadouken, <laughs> which I know is the wrong franchise, but whatever. I would have probably. I might have broken my television. Did Sub Zero ever yell anything when he shot the ice ball? Because I know Scorpion, yelled, get over here. No, I think he just kind of went. Bloop. Okay, so I'm going to go. Hadouken! And it's an ice ball, and he freezes everybody. Would have been a better finish than this. <sighs> We're talking. Up, we get the faces of fear versus Harlem Heat with Sherry in a tag match. I wanted to. I want to see this. And just like the battle royal at World War Three, nope, didn't get to see her. Nope. So immediately off the bat, the faces of fear go to do that back body drop into a power bomb on Booker T. And Barbarian almost dropped him, but he's strong as an ox and caught him and picked him back up and then slammed him down. And I wrote, oh, my God, the strength of that dude. Because Booker T ain't no small man. Mm -mm. But, of course, like we said, here comes the NWO, attacks everyone, giant choke slams Booker T and Ming, and that's how the show goes off. done uh, brilliant writing just brilliant then why why did this wh- what did this do why what did this do for anybody <laughs> you're asking the wrong person because i have no clue i have no clue because i was just just as confused as you were like because i was just like um what do these guys have to do with anything going on right now? If this was just the outsiders that came down and were mad at Harlem Heat for and faces of fear for the match last night, I'm good. Yeah, that would make sense. See, that'd make sense. Or if they were leading it and attacked first, and the NWO came in as you know stood there as backup, or but this was this was the giant. Yeah, what's he got to do with anything going on in the ring? Period. Oh, he's strong. He can pick up Booker T. He can pick up Ming. Okay. And? I got nothing. This made no sense to me. I kind of graded it just on the match and not the post-match crap because it would have just got probably an F because it just literally ticked me off. And as short as the match was, it was okay for two, three minutes that we got. But it was short, no finish. I gave it a C plus because I like those four. I want to see a match between them. Right. I was like, I totally get that. Cause I mean, up until that point, it was a good match. It was fun to watch. It's like these teams were going back and forth. And it was like nobody really had an upper hand. And it's like, yeah, we need more of this. And then yeah, here comes the NWO minus Hogan to like ruin the fun. And ruin the fun they did, because yeah, it made absolutely no sense to me either. Um, I gave it a C. <sighs> I know. I, was like, I gave it a C. I, um, 
the the whole thing with the NWO just kind of took me out of it. It was like I'd get it if it was like these teams were like having problems with the NWO or something like that, or they've been running their mouths about the NWO, like the Mean Gene or you know backstage or whatever. But it's just like y'all were just like, well, this is the main event. We want to be seen, so we're just going to show up. They have. That's to what end, I got from it. They have to end the show with the NWO posing, like they need more heat. Yeah, they've That's already been neat. out once. What's the? Po- yeah, I'm done. So once every hour, I guess they got to show up. <laughs> Wait till next week. Ugh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Be happy. I won't be happy next week. <laughs> but I mean, overall, I mean, it is what it is. But overall, it was a pretty good, pretty, pretty good nitro. And have had some decent matches. Disco Inferno got the crap kicked out of him. I don't know. I was. It wasn't the greatest that I've ever seen. We've had better, but we had definitely had a lot worse. Um, between, oh, yeah. the, between the two, I'm trying to think whether I would want to watch this or Raw. Probably toss up because I gave them the same grade. And if you listen to our Raw review, you'll know that I gave this a B. And if you haven't, I just spoiled it. Gave them both a B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, overall, yeah. I mean, this wasn't this wasn't a nitro where I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna like remember this for the rest of my life. But it also wasn't one where it's like, why did I waste an hour or two hours watching this crap? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, And honestly, like, if you look at the card, you can tell this was definitely top heavy. Like, you can definitely tell that Raw moved to 8 o'clock. Let's just put it that way. Because, I mean, we're opening up with bigger matches and more stuff going on in hour one. And, I mean, hour two had decent matches. They just had no time in hour two. And... Because they spent a quarter of it replaying the Piper right. contract signing. I was like, that's a good chunk that you could have given to Mysterio and Psychosis. You could have gave Conan and Eddie more time. Double J and Alex Wright could have got more time. And we might have actually got a decent main event. And honestly, even if the NWO still shows up at the end of the match or whatever it calls a DQ, it would have made more sense if the match went longer. You have these men, they're all beaten down. They're like, you know, crawling back to their corners. And it's like, oh, here comes the NWO. You mess with our boys. We're going to mess with y'all. Something. Like, give me a reason why you're out there. And it's like, that would give them heat. And I would have been like, oh, I hate these guys now. They're beating up on these guys who are already beat up. But y'all didn't do that. Y'all just said, you looked at your watch and said, eh, it's been about five minutes. Let's just go out there and end the show. And that just kind of took me out of it. Um, but overall, though, no, I gave this show a B minus overall. Okay, no, we're we're right there. I have no problem with that. Um, and I will say, like I said the other day, that for the first time in years, I'm actually enjoying watching wrestling again, and I'm liking mm-hmm. this. Thank you, because modern days, I'll give. I know earlier in the summer, I've been I was really hard on AEW and saying you know it was garbage and it's going to flop. I mean, unless they find viewers or TNT's just happy with what they got, it's it's better. Um, it's better than it was. It's not it's not great. 
Everybody's like, oh my God, it's the greatest thing ever. No, it's good. But what happens when you lose to Daniel Bryan and CM Punk's? And you you exactly. sign you sign the two tiny douchebags for another three years. And by that I mean the young bucks. But if they've got potential, just, just need to stop with the jokes. But this, yeah, W Nitro and Raw both getting a B. It was a good mm-hmm. show, both for me and B minus for you. And I don't remember what you gave Raw. I think maybe it was a B2. I think we were same on that. We were close. Um, we're starting to see a, more quality, especially than what we saw earlier in the summer. Because I remember earlier in the summer, we were saying, this is getting bad. This is bad. Um, we're turning it around. Mm-hmm. We're turning it around, and I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm really enjoying it. I like watching wrestling. If you like it, let us know. And you can tell us that on Twitter and Instagram at AEWR Pod. Or you can email us at AEWR316 at gmail.com. Or you can skywrite it. And I'll look outside right now. I probably won't see it because it's pouring the rain, but you never know. Smoke signals. You can try that. Whatever you want to try, let us know. Um, if you're listening to this, please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to really helps us out lets us know what you think give us a couple stars if that's what they use give us and just pretend we're in the tokyo dome i guess hmm. or nah we don't have to be in the tokyo dome we're not we're not dave Meltzer. we we're not biased and when we are we'll flat out tell you you suck for inferno um yeah give us a review on whatever you're listening to it helps us tell us how we tell us how we suck or tell us how we're good. Tell us something. Just write the word something. I don't care. Um, let me see. My final thoughts on this episode. Maryland sucks. It was a good show. Show me a bracket for the title tourney. And don't make Luger look like a moron. And no NWO to end the show. There you go. Uh, final thoughts for me. Uh, let's learn about time management. Because I can understand one or two squashes in a two-hour show. But the fact that all of these other matches were basically booked like squashes in terms of time. And maybe let's not devote time to a show that you're trying to sell a replay of. That's all I got on that. Because, I mean, that was just a little much. All right. Well, speaking of time management, I'm going to manage ours and say, we're going to be done. I have been your 2021 finalist for Armchair Booker of the Year. That has been the man with the velvet vocal cords, Arnold. And we are on our backs, staring up at the lights. One, two, three. Hey.